Hi, I'm Pete Price, and this week on my podcast, we've got the heartthrob from Emmerdale, Max Parker. Not only is he a fabulous actor with a beautiful voice, a photographer, he's also going to tell you all about Emmerdale and how it's been going. He's an amazing man. He was in the West End. He's got a great future. He's a great actor. Have a listen now to Max Parker, the man from Emmerdale. Liverpool Live. He's on the front page of TV Times. He's on the front page of all the papers. He's on the inside because there's a big, big storyline. Ladies and gentlemen, standing in. Oh, what a stand-in. Max Parker. Hello, Max. <laughs> Hello. Standing. I am. So, I'm, do you know what? I'm so thrilled because there's Chris not being well, and uh, uh, it's awful. But I'm. I just love the the bonus. You. Yeah. Now you've got an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Without any shadow of a doubt. First of all, tell us um, about the character you play in Emmerdale and this big storyline that's been all over the TV Times everywhere. Well. Um, so I, pl- I play a character called Luke, um, a Luke Posner, who came into the show um, a couple of years ago, and he's pretty charming, pretty quiet, um, and sort of you find out partway through the soap that I was related to Chris Mockery's character, which was the rapist. So there's been a long love-hate relationship, like a little Romeo and Juliet romance going on with me, the raped um but the the storyline that's in the headlines at the minute is basically um it's coming out that I may have had a gay past um I think it's history repeating itself for Victoria's character because in the past she's had you know boyfriend do exactly the same thing where they've been gay yeah. they've found out and um there's also a bit of a where it's sort of you know, the death of um Chris's it might have actually been down to Luke. Wow. So I think you're going to kind of find out next week. <laughs> next week, a few more answers about that. And, uh, yeah, for exciting. As an actor, um, as a singer, dancer, you and we'll talk about the West End in a minute, but as somebody in the business, it is incredible to have... A, an iconic soap under your belt, isn't it? I know one day you'll move on, as everybody does, but it must be great to be part of something that's known around the world. Yeah, I mean, it, when I was a kid, and I, you know, it would be one of those jobs that you'd you'd watch all the time and that your parents would know, and I sort of told my parents on the phone, like, oh, Mum, I've got this job, and she's like, oh, okay. And then, obviously, when I said Emmerdale, it's sort of like one that you can tell the whole family and they know exactly what it is. So, yeah, it's sort of like a passage in a way to get something like Emmerdale Um, so yeah super super grateful now the West End you worked in the West End didn't you did uh, you did quite a few shows yeah uh, and the West End so it's the life of an actor really but yeah I did um, I've done Matilda I did Guys and Dolls I worked with people like Rebel Wilson it's just like you know bucket list thing really did that the Royal Variety performance um to Theatre is amazing, and I'm so glad that it's going back now because obviously of COVID and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I just really wanted to move to TV and film. It's always been a passion to do it, and um, I sort of made the jump about three years ago. And loving it, yeah. Now you have a beautiful, beautiful voice. What made you go <laughs> down the direction of uh, as an actor, or can they run alongside? Oh, Pete, thank you very much. Um, I've always sang, danced, and acted all 
separately. And um, musical theatre was sort of the right um, the right path for me to take at first because I wanted to get it out of the way. Like whilst I was young, I could still dance and stuff. But um, I just always loved um, acting. I just like to I like to be different people. <laughs> Is that, is that what makes an actor, be an actor, is that you are somebody else? Is that where it comes from, do you think? You know what? I think everyone finds something different in it. For me, I was such a hyperactive kid that I needed, like, an outlet to, you know, to, to get my energy out there. And acting was just always such a fun thing to do. And that's all it is, really. It's just play it. Now, you also have some other... In fact, you're a very gifted uh, young man, apart from being a heartthrob to so many. Uh, photography and painting. Yes. I mean, you've done some digging. Um, you know, as, a, as an actor, like I said, like it, there's always in-between um, jobs and stuff, and you've sort of got to find things that you really like, and photography just sort of slipped in there. I, I was never trained or anything like that. I just... <laughs> watched a lot of YouTube. Um, so yeah, I used to do actors' headshots and I used to do our portfolios. I'm doing more food and product photography. Um, yeah, you just gotta you just gotta find some spice in your life. <laughs> well, you've certainly done that. Now you just come back from Portugal. I wanted to ask Chris this, so she'll certainly ask you this uh, because you were over there together with some friends. Yeah. What was it like going over? What was it like on the plane? What was it like coming back? Was it a struggle? Did you feel all the time I should be at home or I'm watching the news? Talk us through it. Well, I mean, first of all, Portugal, amazing. And um, you kind of did feel a bit sad when we left. We had to leave a day early because it changed from the green list to the amber list. So we left there sort of, you know, sad for the hospitality um, there and stuff. But before, even before going, it was quite complicated with the testing. You have to get, um, you have to have a test before you go and then you have to have a test while you're there and then you have to have a test two days afterwards. And these all have to be booked sort of before you even leave the country. So they made it hard for us to do it anyway. But I mean, when when we were there, it was sort of it was sort of all worth it. Everyone was just so happy, I guess, for tourism to be open. And it is such a shame that it's closed. But I also, you know, you feel a bit guilty. Like, should should we be going on a holiday? Like, it's a pandemic, but everything is opening. Obviously, the world needs needs money and to thrive again and stuff. So we we sort of whilst we were there, it was just like a a relief, and coming home one day early was totally worth it. And I believe the uh, airlines were very good to you, they didn't mess you about? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, big up the BA. Uh, we, we flew with the BA and they, they swapped our flights, um, they swapped our flights straight away for us, for free, just to get everyone back. I don't know, I don't know what the airline did. Um, but yeah, it was, it was sort of hassle free on the way back, thank mm. God. Now you say about all the tests, you had to pay for those tests, didn't you? They weren't free. Yeah, so, I mean, you, f you forget that some of the tests, like, we shopped around and we had a few friends that sort of said, use this code, use this code, but it ends up being, it was, was pretty expensive. Um, um, They're making the money on the like, side there, without any shadow of a doubt. Yeah, yeah, I think so, because we, we've done our um, day two tests when we came back and we sort of not really heard anything back from it, and I know people that forgotten to do it and haven't been checked upon and stuff like that so it's it is confusing i have to say so <laughs> Hopefully when it opens up next time it's going to be a bit more um 
played out, so we know what we're doing. Uh, did it? Did it put pressure on you while you were away, though? Did you sort of? Were you conscious that it's going to change? Were you sort of, or you one of those people that just put it to to one side? So literally, the day we got there, um, <laughs> we got we were we were literally walking down to the pool and we heard the news. So it was one of those things where we just had to put it aside, otherwise we wouldn't have had good. It's a weird yeah, one. Yeah, it was worth it. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to weigh it up. It was definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird one. Now, looking at your social media, you certainly look after yourself physically. You've got an amazing body. Does that take a lot of work? <laughs> oh, Pete, compliments. Um, I really enjoy the gym. It's my hobby. Um, and especially when it comes up to stuff like holidays, you do, you do feel the pressure to get back into it. I know lockdown, lockdown's been basically... We've just moved. So we moved to Manchester last year, and it's delivery city. Really. I mean, there's a lot. There's been a lot of eating going on, so mm. it's been a lot of punishment in the gym recently. I have to say. Now, for the first time ever, I was jealous of you. Very, very, very jealous of you. I the saw. I, I saw. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw <laughs> on Instagram you feeding the giraffes at Chester Zoo. I was so jealous of that. Well, I mean. So Ch Chester Zoo is obviously amazing and um, they're doing a lot for, you know, construction and stuff. So mm -hmm. I, mean, I was lucky enough to like, get the opportunity to do that. And they're doing all these experiences at the minute. So you can have like, breakfast with the lions and um, you can see the river pandas and feed the meerkats. But yeah, feeding the giraffes, getting up close to them, they are huge. And they literally, you're holding twigs, about six foot <laughs> twigs of leaves on the end. And they are grabbing it from you and almost lifting you in the air it's hilarious but it's tell me how have you coped um with um doing emmerdale with uh, the lockdown because it, the restrictions have been very clever haven't they and uh, most mm. of the soaps and dramas have carried on as an actor how does it work is it has it given you another technique to your acting style yeah so i mean Emmerdale and Coronation Street, I think, were the only two um, soaps that never went off air, but we did all have a gap where we was doing nothing at home, basically. Um, and to be in a soap at that time was obviously lucky because, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people that lost their jobs in the theatre and either didn't go ahead and got put on pause. So I felt so lucky to be in a soap um, during the pandemic. Um, but as, as acting-wise and stuff... And, it's been very stop and start for my storylines as well. So, I mean, <laughs> it almost felt like normal. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, once you're in as well, especially, it's it is full on because as a soap, it's mm -hmm. sort of like you've got to, you've got to make sure that you you've, we've got six episodes a week to film. So it is a bit of a, a bit of a task. Yeah, because the, the uh, when it's fully on all the soaps these days, it was only a couple of episodes, and actors had a life. But actors now, uh, it it's, can be a breaking point, can't they? Because the schedules are so horrendous. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you say they don't work hard in the gym, I, I mean, some some of the people. I mean, I know like Lisa Riley is in all the time, and she, she's she says, you know, it's super tough. Yeah. Um, but it is rewarding. At the end of the day, it's super rewarding um, when you get to watch it back as well. It's yeah. a bit like, 
it's a bit like a little photo album and stuff. So it's 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 good if you love your job and you're in it all the time. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, I wanted you to come on the show uh, in the future anyway, so I'm not going to touch on this. Oh, I mean, I'll touch on it, but I don't want to talk about it in length now because I'd, I'd rather talk to you in depth about it. But your relationship, when when you went public uh, with your sexuality, looking back, I know you're a very strong-willed man and you know what you want in life and you know your goals, but any regrets going public? Sorry, Alex, you did not hear the last few words you said then. I said any any regrets in going public with your relationship? Any regrets? Well, to be honest, it sort of wasn't my decision. It was sort of, you know, in the papers before I'd even right. opened up about it. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that I was ashamed. It was just more the fact that I think I'd known quite a few actors before that likes to keep the private life private. Um but no, it was, like, it was a nice feeling once it was out there. It, we didn't feel, you know, like when you take a photo at dinner or you don't really feel like you have to hide anymore and it's just such a big weight lifted off. So I'd literally say um, my only regret would probably be letting it affect me before I came out. Mm-hmm. That's literally my yeah. only regret. I'm going to leave it on that because I really want to save that because I want to talk to you at depth uh, of that because I think it's such an interesting subject. I think you're an amazingly talented man as an actor and I really, really couldn't believe your voice when I heard you sing. I went, wow, it really did take my (laughs) breath away. Um, in In all my years of working in radio, which has been 50 years now, I have never had a guest been taken ill and their partner stand in at the last minute and they were both in the same show and they were both dear friends so Max Parker I really you made a bit of history with me and you saved my bacon and I can't thank you enough and I love you on the front I mean I, I bought me TV Times or whatever the magazine's called and there you're in the inside on three pages on the front cover and you've got your clothes on now there's a change I know I know it's a shame <laughs> Max thank you for joining me if you enjoyed that Why not subscribe? We've got lots of podcasts and it costs you nothing. Liverpool 97.3